0: Hello everybody, welcome to episode 14 of the Tainted Judgment podcast. Once again, I am your host and uh, we are gathered here on this beautiful uh, Thursday afternoon um, in in good spirits, but in rather shit health. Uh, Tuesday afternoon, uh, well actually really Tuesday morning at my second call of the day, I got into a, a little bind My back blew out I kind of It's one of those things When you got a bad back You really like know When it's coming You know it's like when Fucking seagulls and bears and shit They can sense a tsunami coming They all run for the fucking hills That's kind of what I was on um, Monday was kind of rough I i wasn't feeling 100% I just had like this It, it, it feels like tweaky Like it has this odd sensation like it could go at any time and if you got back issues you know what i'm talking about if you don't god bless you um but tuesday i was trying to move a ceiling tile i was up on a little step ladder and the little step ladder got kind of rickety so i like went from a position where i had my hands above my head holding the tiles moving them around and then went down real quick and when i did that uh the rest is history the uh the customers got cameras he wasn't there, so if he was watching, I'm sure he got one hell of a show. Me doing Pilates on his fucking basement floor like an idiot. Uh, rough thing, rough thing. Anybody listening to this that's got back back pain and uh, and just a bum back, I feel you 100%. But uh, luckily, was able to get into the chiropractor later that day, and uh, he cricked cr- and cracked me pretty good, so I I feel I feel better. Um, but it's still one of those things it feels tweaky and uh you know when you walk it hurts what are you gonna do but we're on the mend nonetheless and we are here recording this podcast because at the end of the day the most important thing to me is you so um yeah we're doing what we what we can do here guys I'm on a slight uh like recline you know to try to Allow me to record this, so if I sound funky or if, uh, if I'm breathing like a fucking bulldog in heat, now you know why. But we're going to make do. We're going to get through this. A lot of shit going down. Um, Our fears have been confirmed, ladies and gentlemen. We spoke about it, I think, either this past episode or the episode before that. Tom Brady is officially getting divorced. The cat is really out of the bag. They have contacted lawyers. And I suspect that probably within the next month, they will be completely sought through. Which is uh, pretty wild, but it is what it is, you know? Cue all of the the Brady sluts now, you know? All the fucking, he's going to have middle-aged broads from Tallahassee to Madawaska, Fucking posting on Facebook about how, how, you know, Tom's single and Everybody better watch their back. You know, watch out, ladies. Here I come. They got a pack of fucking Marlboros in their A-cup bra. No teeth. They got one fucking snaggle tooth on the top. All all green and shit, you know. No bueno. But they're all going to be ready to shoot their shot. I think that he's going to stay single for a long time. Long time. He's got the kids, so we got that out of the way. And, uh. Now it's just time to fucking enjoy his money. She seems like the type to just shit through money, you know, just absolutely gobble it up, put it on a plate, throw a little bit of Thousand Island on it, you know what I mean, some goat cheese, and just see you later, you know. But he's probably going to play the field, no pun intended, and uh, do what he wants to do. She probably didn't let him, you know, do things he liked. He, she probably was like, no, you know, you're not going to go to fucking Chick-fil-A. You know, you're going to go over here. You know, you're going to eat vegan food and shit like that. You know, she, he probably wanted to go out and play Pinochle with the boys every Saturday, Sunday. And she probably was against it. You know, she's just, you know, these foreign broads, they just don't understand. You know, it, 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 it is what it is, you know, to an extent, you know, but. I don't know i I just I feel like uh I feel like she was his last for a good while. He's probably not gonna throw a ring on shit for the rest of his life, you know clearly the guy's a fucking recluse I mean he's retired he's come back you know within a matter of three months about eight fucking times in the past you know five seasons or whatever crazy, crazy, and I don't even watch sports. So you know that it's bad, and you know he's always on the fence, and he's always in the fucking news for retiring and shit when this guy, who doesn't talk sports, knows about what's going on, you know? Unbelievable. In other news, um, Cheetos installed a 17-foot-tall statue in Alberta, Canada. It's uh, It's a giant set of fingers holding a cheese doodle. And the fucking, it's got the, the the fingers got the cheese doodle dust on them, you know, and they say it's just you know, just a fucking art installation. It's like a joke, you know, a promotional item. But I think that this brings unity to this to the table. I really do. I think this is I think this is gonna bring people together because let's face it, you know, whether you like cheese doodles, you don't like them. When you reach in the fucking bag, what's worse than the cheese dust after? And isn't it funny how every time that you are eating something like that. There's somebody that you haven't seen in forever and they just cannot wait to shake your hand, you know? I keep uh, Lysol wet wipes, you know? They're, they're like the actual Clorox ones, you know? But I keep them in my car, in my truck, my van. That way, if I got to, you know, make an, a, an abort, I can do that. I can just kind of pull them out, boom, 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 give my hands a quick little douching and I'm ready to shake shake hands and kiss some babies, you know? Because it's it's always that it's like you'll fucking you'll be eating you'll be like, hey Johnny, I haven't seen you in a while, dude. And you're like, oh fuck, and now you got it on your face the fingers you can't touch them. They're looking at you like, why won't you touch me? I want you to touch me, you know. But you can't, and you you don't want to be a fat fuck. You don't want to say why, you know. It doesn't matter whether you're white, black, green. The only thing that's worse than genital warts is fucking Cheeto fingers. That's a fact, Jack. I don't give a fuck who you are. But, um, speaking of sticky fingers, has do you guys know about the Try Guys? My fiance, God bless her soul, she can't get enough of these fucking guys. Apparently, they're in the news, you know, as eventually happens with most people who got a little bit of spotlight. And, uh... This time, it's not very good. Um, the Try Guys, for those that don't know, they're four friends. Um, they've been in the YouTube realm for years and years and years. They've been kind of... They make little goofy, funny videos. I really don't like them. I don't find them funny. I, I find them more like... It's... it's no offense, and uh, don't take this the wrong way, but its it's female, you know, female comedy. You know, it's like... Shit that, you know, my fiance is howling on the couch and I'm looking at this like, you know, just dying a fucking slow death. It's just brutal for me to watch, but she loves it. And God bless her. And you know what? I'm sure that they, I mean, obviously there's millions of people out there, millions of women that that absolutely can't get enough of it. And good. And it has nothing to do with the guys because the guys themselves, I'm not the biggest looker in the world. I'll be the first to tell you. But these guys here, I mean, squid, you know, squid, squid, all of them are squids. They they all look like, you know, just total boners, you know, nothing cool about them. Not a cool bone in their body. No swagger, no style, but it is what it is, you know what I mean? But um, but they've been making videos for years. You know, one of the videos that I was like held at gunpoint to fucking watch was a, uh, a video where basically they go into a restaurant, uh, different restaurants. They give a fake, you know, little shitty Walmart ring to their waitress or their waiter and say, you know, I want to propose to my significant other, Um, you know, present it however you're going to present it. And, uh, you know, the, they went to Red Lobster, for example, and a fucking guy comes out, you know, and he puts the ring on the lobster, you know, on the lobster's claw. So it comes out, you know, and of course the the person that's you know the other try guy or try girl whatever the fuck i forget who went you know uh no no i think that they played it off like they were gay and uh you know the guy comes to the table with the thing and he's like oh my god you know amazing but they just it was more to see how the restaurants you know would would go about the situation and and, and present it you know again dry not funny to me but it's got several million views so god bless him um but unfortunately, their fame is uh, has escalated to an all-time high uh, in response to something that I think that they probably would never dream of and never wanted to, uh, to hit the spotlight. And uh, I think it's really burning a hole in their ass now. Uh, one of the guys, his name is Ned Fulmer. Uh, he's been a day one guy. And I guess, you know, what happened, the gist of it is, is for a while, you know, people on Reddit, you know, viewers of the videos have said, you know, where's Ned? You know, obviously they're always all together in the videos, but they said, where's Ned? You know, he's not in the videos or he seems to be edited out. And there was a lot of speculation saying, oh, he got, you know, he got kicked out, you know, and shit like that. And this is what's crazy is like, you know. I've been on Reddit a couple times just for like stupid, you know, to get ideas or whatever the case may be when I was, you know, kind of doing my uh, preparation, you know, test podcasts. I've, I've got several in the vault, you know, that I was just kind of fucking around when I first got all my equipment. And it's like, uh, you know, <sighs> these people on Reddit are literally like detectives. It's crazy how how obsessive people on the internet get. It's like that movie. If you haven't seen seen it, you've got to go see it. That movie. Don't fuck with cats. It's on Netflix. I know it sounds crazy, sounds stupid, sounds weird, but this shit is absolutely bonkers. You got to go check it out. Basically, um, in this situation, you know, a cat was got murdered in a YouTube video, and long story short, over years and years and years, a Facebook group of concerned people track this guy down and this guy's traveling the world and they pinpoint like to the bedroom where this guy is and it was basically the same deal here they uh they were like where the fuck is ned and you know they end up doing so much research now people are looking out for him they got their eyes open and uh somebody you know several people started to propose like he got kicked out he was cheating and i i again i I don't watch it i don't frequent it so my fiance, you know, um, said, you know, oh, he's always talking about his wife. You know, his wife is like his biggest thing. They always fuck around with the guy like, oh, you know, all you do is care about your wife, Ra 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 rah. I guess it's funny. It ain't to me. But, um, you know, so apparently, you know, like the I learned about this the other day through TMZ. I saw on TMZ a picture of the guy. I go, I know that fucking guy. So I click it. And it says not net of the try guys busted for infidelity and this and that. So apparently what happened um, was he was caught swapping spit with another female crew member. And the craziest part about this whole shit is that this girl has been like a frequent, I guess, maybe not a guest, but a frequent face in the videos, um, you know, in preparation for this cast, you know, I kind of went out and I I watched, you know, some YouTube videos about the story and shit like that, and it's like they they made video compilations of, like, situations that were on film of him and her, and you could tell, like, there's some serious sexual tension going on, you know, and it was right in everybody's face, you know. But apparently they got caught swapping spit, uh, the cat got out of the bag and the try guys you know again after years of being together um, just up and kicked them out you know which you know I can't I, I don't fault them for that I say you know you gotta do what's best for you and especially in today's society you know if you're gonna if you're gonna have a situation like this come up you gotta handle it immediately before Words get twisted and the media gets involved and, you know, uh, these woke assholes start giving their fucking opinion and, you know, this guy's the devil and that guy's the devil and you guys, even though you guys weren't the ones cheating, you guys are the fucking devil because you didn't stop him or you didn't kick him off the show. Why is he still, you know, it's just, it becomes a circus. So they kicked him off. Um, they released a five minute video. All the guys were really distraught. um, Ned himself, he posted to Twitter uh, and he said, I quote, family should have always been my priority, but I lost focus and I had a consensual workplace relationship. I'm sorry for any pain that my actions have caused to the guys and to the fans, but most of all to Ariel. I'm, I'm sure that this is probably Ariel's his wife. Um, the only thing that matters right now is my marriage, my children, and that's where I'm going to focus my attention. I think you might have fucked yourself a little bit when you were blowing your assistants back out. Your uh, co-host, co-guest, fucking, when you're blowing her back out in the back room. I think that that might have, you know, shit on that little philosophy of yours, guy. Unbelievable. I mean, me personally, if you would see these guys, you'd know what I'm talking about. I'm personally in shock that this was the scandal that shook these guys up, you know? I can't believe that this is the scandal that tried the Try Guys, if you will. I had my money on Keith, who's like this like six foot five, total fucking bona. He's a goof, you know, he's got the big goggles, you know, and I'm not I'm not hating on the guy. That's that's who he is, and I respect that. But I mean he's he's just a goof. I thought that he was gonna get, you know, I thought that they were gonna walk in and catch him. Cheating on his wife and blowing the other co-host, Zach's uh, back out. That's what I have my money on. I mean, you know, good guys, sure, family guys, you know what I mean? But let's be completely honest. And there's nothing wrong with this, but it looks to me and the rest of the world like each and every one of these guys has seen one up close, probably on more than one occasion, you know? Hey, but you know what? Fuck it. And to my knowledge, they're all booed up. You know, I think that they're all married and shit like that, and uh, you know, and God bless them. But Ned is fucking done. He is fucked. You know, I'm sure all of his deals have been completely, uh, you know, taken down, and uh, he's been removed from everything. Obviously, in the in the in the videos and shit like that, his whole world has just been completely fucking flipped upside down. But this brings me to my next point, right? You know. You gotta you gotta keep it a hundred with your significant other right you know it's really really important and you know when I first started dating my fiance now this is going back six six and a half years um and you know we had a conversation very early on and the conversation basically what, the gist of it was you know if if I am not vibing with our situation, Or if I find myself in a situation where I am seeking out, you know, uh, uh, a sexual liaison with somebody else, um, I'm just going to call it quits, you know, because obviously I'm just I'm done. This is not working enough for me as a man, you know, and that's fine. That's I think that that's the way to go. And I told her out of respect for me. I would like the same from you. So if one day you wake up and you go, you know what? That fucking guy down the street, I really would like him to run my shit and I don't want to you know, I don't I, I don't really care what happens after that cuz my temptation is just overtaking everything that's going on in my body. My hormones are all fucked up, you know, and I just want to I just want to, you know, have this crazy you know, a of sorts, you know, because if you're, if you're out here fucking around, let's face it, the reality is, is that somewhere, and it could be way, way deep down inside, somewhere you're hoping to get busted because, you know, if you get busted, it's over. You can do what you want. You can go out. You can be as big a whore, as big a thought as you want. And now there's no repercussions. But I feel like the problem is, is people get so deep that now you're in a fucking jam. So poor Ned, you know, he probably was looking at Alex and go, fuck, you know, if I would have met this broad 15 years ago, you know, it would have been on. Forget about Ariel, you know, who who, who the fuck is that? You know, um, but because he's he's married, he's got the kids, you know, you think about what would happen in order for them to actually, you know, legit get together in divorce and separation and, and child support and all that fucking shit. And I'm sure, you know, being with the fucking, with, with the, uh, the Try Guys, you know, millions of views, I'm sure, and, and partnership deals and everything else that goes with that. I'm sure he's got a fucking bag, you know? I'm sure he got, he, he's got a package that could fucking choke an elephant at this point, you know? His bank account is. Happy, content, and full. And that could be the catalyst to why his his wife isn't isn't leaving him. You know, because, you know, it's been radio silence out of her. And if she was gonna fucking bail on him, you probably would know by now, you know. But it's like people get so deep and now you're in a situation going, fuck, you know, I I, I there's nothing I can do. I have to I have to play behind the scenes. I gotta have that side piece, you know. Get a little action over here. But you you want to get caught. That's the bottom line. You're hoping that somebody catches a glimpse, you know. Maybe they're not sure. They're going to do a little bit of investigation work. But the truth will set you free, you know. And when they go to your baby mama and they're like, you are not going to fucking believe who Marcus was with today, you know. Now you've got yourself a fucking problem. And when she confronts you about it, a lot of times the fucking dude just goes, you know what, yup, that was me, I was doing this, and vice versa. The broad's like, nope, that was me, yup, I was over here, Uh, you know, we were swapping spit and, you know, having sexy time and whatever, and, you know, we had the time of our lives, and he makes me feel young, and, uh, you know, it's just, it's great, and, you know, here I'm not happy. And then you get the divorce and everything else that comes with it. But the moral of the story is you got to keep your relationship 100 all of the time. I try to be completely transparent with my my fiance, who is very soon actually uh, shout out to us because one year ago, basically, actually, I think it was a year ago today. um, I proposed to her and it was at the top of Loon Mountain. It was fantastic. And. I would never would have asked that question to her had I have had other, um, other thoughts and my eyes on different things. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very transparent with her. You know, I keep things on the up and up. I tell her exactly how I feel and sometimes it might hurt her feelings on certain things. You know, she might be excited about certain things and I could be the polar opposite. You know what I mean? Um, but at least I'm not lying. I don't want to be, I don't want to be today. Oh, you know, you said this here. You know, what were you just fucking talking out of the side of your mouth? Yeah, it was. Now you're in a, now you're in an even bigger problem. You know, so we're very honest, and she's the same way. You know, she'll come to me. Hey, I don't fuck with that. You're not doing that today, or whatever. You know, um, and and we work it out. You know, we don't go to bed mad as much as that makes me want to fucking kill her. She will not let me uh, flip on my side facing away from her on the bed and go to bed mad. And uh, as much as it drives me crazy, it actually, you know, I think on many occasions has actually saved and strengthened our relationship. And if you've never done that, you don't know about that. You ought to give that shit a try because that's fucking that's a fucking game changer, my man crazy, crazy shit, you know, and we've never fucked around, like, I would never dream of fucking around, you know, it's too expensive, you know what I mean, because you can't just take your side piece and fucking, and, and take her over to Wendy's and, and make a night, you know what I mean, or go over to Subway and have a fucking, you know, a, a BLT with the fixings, you know what I mean, you gotta, you gotta show out, you gotta take her down to fucking, uh, uh, all those spots over there on Federal Hill and, uh, Angelo's and, uh, what the fuck's that there? Uh, um, oh my God, what is that place called there? Um, I don't know. It'll come to me, but you know, that place down in Providence on the water over there, fucking $150 a dish, you know, they put the, the, the potatoes in a fucking, in a grinder, you know, to make it mashed potatoes. I mean, it just melts in your mouth, you know, That's what you got to do with a side piece. I don't got the fucking time. I don't got the patience. I certainly don't have the dedication for shit like that. You know what I mean? And uh, that's why for me, my only side piece is my fucking snowmobile. That's all I need. I literally don't need anything else. It gives me grief from time to time. It has endless ways to blow my money already as it is. It loves the cold as much as I do. It can't talk, which is huge. You know. It doesn't steal my fucking french fries from the bag on the ride home, you know? You can't go wrong with inanimate objects. Now, hold on. Everybody's going, you know, I know my friends, my close friends are probably going, oh, see? Inanimate objects, you know, now I can go buy that fuck doll. You know, John John gave me his blessing. No, that's not what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Don't get weird. You know, I'm not, I'm not out here blowing my sled's back out. You know what I mean? You won't find me on my back in my garage Try to make shit fit, you know. But that's all I need in my life. Cheating is for people who've got way too much fucking time on their hands and they don't know what to fucking do with themselves and they're miserable and whatever. And that ain't me, dog. Not for me. Speaking of which, obviously my back is injured. That has put a major delay on everything. Um. So here we are another week of Sitting out, not touching the old sled. I haven't even really laid a finger on that thing in, like, two weeks, which sucks. But it is what it is. Um, but for my guys uh, that own them, I've, uh, I recently reached out. I have an issue where um, when I'm on the sled, I'm all loaded up. I got all my gear. Um, you know, my, my, my flap is in the snow. And my suspension's, you know, just sagged out and it drives me fucking crazy, um, so I reached out to, uh, I made a Facebook post, uh, God bless Facebook groups, am I right, I don't care what it is, whatever you're into, you know, there is a page for you, and for me, that's the Skadoo page, you know, you can go on there, and there's literally hundreds of thousands of guys and girls that own them, it's all good fun in there, all good natured, it's not even like, there's no backhanded, like, uh, you know, meme posts or whatever the fuck. You know how somebody will sneak a little sneak this in there, you know, and now the whole group is kind of in an uproar over one fucking post. Um, but, you know, it's a very good thing. I love the Facebook groups. And uh, I, I put a post in there about, you know, some issues that I had, and several people uh, told me to reach out to Accelerated Technologies um, they're out of uh, Ontario, Canada, um, and uh, basically with dealing with, uh, I think it's Erica, she kind of got me set up. She took uh, some info down. We got the measurements down, packed, all that, the weights, what we're looking to achieve, and uh, she got me all set up with a, uh, a nice heavy-duty set of torsion springs for, uh, for my sled for the uh, two-up. I'm not really too concerned about my sled personally. Um, because I did buy something that should help. Um, if it doesn't, uh, it is what it is. Well, I'll tell you, I bought, uh, the Torsion Spring Spaces. Um, I did a post because I was very, there's a lot of snake oil out there. There's a lot of shit that, you know, people say, oh, you gotta fucking try this and you buy it and it's a waste of fucking time, you know? And this was one of those things I really wasn't sure I could go either way. Um, but nonetheless, I made a post about it. Everybody said, no, it's a great idea. You should do it. Um, so uh, so I ordered it. Uh, and actually, there was a guy that was recommended that I never heard about. But many people uh, came out and said, yeah, we, we love his product, this and that. He makes them himself. Uh, good Canadian built product. And, uh, you know, so I ordered it off of him. Shout out to Troy. Um, he's out of, uh, I believe he's out of Edmonton um Alberta and uh so he's he's way out there but very nice guy got me set up got those in the mail the next day so they should be here actually probably today or tomorrow too bad I can't bend down to pick up the fucking box um so I'm pretty excited about that excited to try that out um but for the uh for the two up Mr. And Mrs Sled I think we're definitely going to just bite the bullet spend the money and uh and buy those heavy duty torsions from uh from accelerated technologies so I'll be excited to try that shit out but um yeah and uh also this air weekend for those that don't know uh grass drags is going on in Fremont New Hampshire uh I was hoping to make it out there uh it's not looking too good right now uh I go every year I never miss it but I I very very skeptical that I'll be there. Um, that would be this Saturday. It's going on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, but I don't think that I'll be going down there just with the the state of my back and shit like that, which fucking sucks. But you got to know when to hold them, when to fold them, baby. Um, but it's a great time. Even if you're not into snowmobiles, seriously, go out there. If you got a son, uh, go check it out. It's a really, really good time. Uh lots of vendors for pots, you know, shit like that. Uh new models of snowmobiles. Audit cat goes out there, Polaris could do. Uh they all got their their latest and greatest shit out there. Um, you know, apparel companies, shit like that. It's it's a really, really big event. Um and they do, you know, they got food, they got a swap meet over there, they got sled drag racing, which is really, really cool. Um, sled cross, you know, so they jump going off jumps and shit and doing fucking big Christ stairs and shit like that, Uh, really, really cool stuff, so even if you're not into it, uh, you're just looking for something to do, take your kids down there, really good time, Uh, but get there early, the lines are a motherfucker, either get there really early, or get there later in the afternoon, because if you get there at nine o'clock, you're a fucking dead man walking, literally, there's like a line through the mud that's like two miles long, you know? But you do what you gotta do. Anything for the uh, anything for the thrill. Am I right? But um, but yeah. So that's the deal with that. Go check that out. And uh, as I said before, obviously it is Columbus Day weekend. Um, you know, which is kind of exciting. It's always usually right around this time up north. It's it's peak week. You know, where all the colors are on the trees, shit like that. It's 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 the right weekend. You want to be up there this weekend. You know, um. Like I said earlier, I proposed this weekend last year to my uh, to my fiance. Uh, that was that was the craziest day of my life, and uh, you know what? I've never really talked about it. So let's talk about w- what the fuck happened, how it led up to that, and uh, that should be uh, a source uh, of delight at my expense. So last year. Um, well, well, before I did this, like a year before I proposed, I said to, to the missus, I said, you know, send me some ideas for rings. And this is for my guys that are thinking about proposing shit like that. If you're on the fence, you don't know what to do. You don't know what direction to go. Here you go. So a year before I said, send me five or six designs of rings that you personally want, you know, um, Keep it, you know, down to earth as far as pricing goes. You know, I don't mind a few thousand. You know, um, or even if you don't know how much it is, I ended I ended up spending a fucking lot of money. But that's beside the point. You go within your budget. But and if you have to establish that going in, you fucking do that. You say, look, you know, send me rings up to you know four thousand dollars that you'd wanna that you'd wanna get down with that you like. You like the design on it. There's nothing wrong with it. And just, you know, that way I have an idea. So I had her send me roughly five or six designs. And, uh, you know, I'm looking at these things. I'm looking at the price. I'm like fucking dropping dead, you know. But the prices honestly weren't that bad from what she sent me. So I'm like, all right, cool, you know, bet. Now we fast forward, you know, a year. And uh, it's like a month before today. And I said to – I said, you know, I'm talking to my buddies. I go, you know, I'm going to pop the question, shit like that. And it occurred to me like, fuck face, you don't have the ring. So I'm going, shit, you know. Now we're still like in the the midst of COVID. You know, it's not quite over yet. You don't know availability-wise. You know, we're still having fucking supply chain issues, which is fucking ridiculous. But nonetheless, you know – things take longer to order. So I go online. I basically call probably like literally, I'm not even kidding. No less than 50 different places trying to have this ring custom made within three weeks. You know, I'm always a guy that I want my shit, you know, a week before I need it. Like in reality, that way I can feel it. I can look at it. If there's a fucking issue I bring it back. It's not the end of the world, right? Well, everybody told me to go fucking kick rocks. They're like, there's no shot. We can't even get the rock, you know, let alone anything else. Um, so I ended up finding this place up in Boston, um, spoke with the lady. We sat on the phone for hours and hours and hours. She was able to track down, you know, the right settings. She was able to track down the rock, um, and it literally was like, for two days before but again this is like everybody was telling me it's going to be six months before we can get it she's telling me two days before i'm like fuck it it's mint perfect um now what you don't what you don't know what they don't tell you is when you go online to these places because she's as we're talking she says oh go on the website you know look at what i'm looking at you know this is going to be the setting you know imagine it this way imagine it that way and uh you know, I, I fucking, I'm looking at the prices going, oh, that there's that, not that bad. Well, joke's on me, joke's on the world, joke's on every man alive. You know, when you go to pay for the shit, it's like $2,000 more. So whatever you see on the interwebs, just fucking double it or at least add a deuce right off the top. You know, so I, uh, <laughs> so, so I, I tell the lady, I go, listen, order it, whatever we got to do, let's just get this thing done. So she did, you know, here we are two days from going up north. And what do you know? I get a phone call. It's here. Great. So now I rip out of work. I got done at like 3.30. And, you know, I, I spoke to, you know, the office. I'm like, you know, I, I got to go get this ring. It's up in Boston. Um, they close at 4.30. I got to like, I got to get there type shit. So they were great enough to let me go. I shoot up there, fucking traffic the whole way. I make it with like five minutes to spare. Um, Boston, first time actually driving to Boston. Used to take the T. Uh, never again. But I get up to Boston. I'm trying to find a fucking parking spot. Everywhere's got either no parking. It's on a weird street. It's on like the like the 40th floor of this building. Um, just a total fucking nightmare. Um, I had my little uh, mini truck at the time. My little SUV. So I pull the fucking thing into a spot, finally, like one spot where it's like there's no no parking signs, everything's good, and I'm ready to rock and roll. So park the fucking car. I run over to the, st- to the stairway, you know, There's so there's like nice little, you know, like like your typical like hotel-looking doors where usually there's a fucking, you know, uh, uh, a Watson or whatever to open the fucking door for you, you know, after you, sir, type shit. And I get up to these doors. I just grab the fucking knob, and I hear You, my man. I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm thinking maybe it's a panhandler, so I don't pay no attention. He goes, yo, is that your car? I'm like, fuck. And I just, I knew he was talking to me. So I turns around, and it was this, uh, this gentleman in a tow truck. And he goes, listen, man. He goes. I'm going to tell you right now, he goes, they're one street over, referring to the police. He goes, they're one street over. The minute that they round that corner and see your car, whether you're here, you're not here, I'm here, or I'm not here, that fucking car is getting towed right out of here. So now I run over to the car. I fucking, I take the thing, and I I, I, I move it again. You know, I said, where the fuck can I park? I'm telling this guy, you know. He's like, oh, this area is tough. I said, you're fucking telling me, you you know. I said, how about this? I, I actually offered the guy 50 bucks. I said, how about I give you 50 bucks. You throw it on your fucking toe bed. You just sit right here. I, I'll be in and out in 20 minutes, you know, which thank God I didn't do that because it wasn't the fucking case. I was in there for a while. um, And, you know, he points me to a spot It's way the fuck down. Now I'm like running like 15 blocks back up to the doors, open the fucking doors. No guide in the place nothing where it says you know the the jewelry store on this floor so I'm like literally having to stop like every couple of floors I literally stopped every couple of floors to see what the fucking uh the marquee I guess you would say you know the sign with all the fucking names of the businesses and shit like that and I'm like reading the things you know and I finally end up on this top floor great get in there now, I'm in my work fatigues, I smell like a bag of dicks, it was raining, it was wet, I'm running around Boston like a fucking idiot, you know, and I finally get up there and literally the lady at the desk goes, excuse me, sir, what can I do for you? I walk through the door, well, they buzz me in, it's high-class operation over there, so you got to buzz in, lady comes to the door, what can I do for you? I said, well, I'm here to pick up my rock and I got a brown paper bag filled with hundred dollar bills, several thousands of dollars, you know? And she's like, oh, okay, cool. Right. And she's like, Well, you know, do you mind now there's like high class people in the fucking waiting room. I'm like, she's like, Do you mind if you just wait out here? You know? And at this point I'm just like, I'm I, I just I'm I'm thinking about like where my shit's getting towed to right now as we speak. You know, my mind isn't even on the fucking the jewelry or anything. I'm just thinking about, yep, when I get out there, now I'm going to be stranded in fucking Bean Town, No car, major, major, major problems. And I'm just like, yep, whatever. Do your thing. So she asks for the money first, goes in the back. She's dicking around. She finally comes back out with the fucking bag and like creeps the door open like three inches and fucking hands it to me. And there's a clear window. And as she's in the back dicking around, getting my, my rock and everything like that, um, there's this, like, 45-year-old guy, and he's got this little piece of lap candy, and she's sitting, literally sitting on his lap. He's rubbing her thigh. She's got to be, you know, she's got to be 20 years old. I mean, no way she was anything older than that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm giving her a couple years, I think, just to keep this – somewhat at a PG, you know, reasonable level. And he's rubbing her thighs and, you know, they're over at the you know, uh, he's got a little pamphlet and he's reading, you know, this one's for this and this one's for that, you know, and seventy thousand for that and eighty for this, you know, and he's telling her whatever you want, and it's just making me fucking sick to my stomach. You know, I'm like, get me the fuck out of here, you know? And uh and, of course, like I said, I'm in my work fatigues. I smell like a bag of dicks. I look like a bag of dicks. And uh, I just, I'm worried about my car getting towed. And uh, I'm breathing heavy. I got the fucking mask on. It's still, like, post-COVID. Didn't have my shot. And uh, it was fucking brutal. So um, So, you know, she comes out. I grab my shit. I run downstairs. And, luckily, my car wasn't towed. So, that was good. So... Let's fast forward a couple days now, you know, uh, we get up to New Hampshire. Oh, most importantly, so the week leading up to this, you know, I am very good at, you know, keeping shit tight lipped and not many people knowing about stuff, you know, and I kept the circle very, 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 very tight and very small because one thing about my girl is that Christmas Eve, you got to fucking, you got to watch her. I literally take the ring camera off the front of the house and put it by the tree because she's over there shaking boxes and rattling them around near her ear to hear what's in them and fucking she'll pull a scale out and start weighing shit. I'm like, get the fuck away from the tree. You know, get get out of there, you know, scat. Uh, she's just like, she just can't, the anticipation just eats her the fuck alive, you know, so I'm, like, really struggling with this. I'm, like, trying to keep it low-key. I literally, like, hid the ring um, in, like, a toolbox that was, oh, no, I hid it in, like, a toilet tank in my garage. And, like, <laughs> like where could she possibly, like, never think to look? And that was it. So, like, the week before, she says to me, she says, um, so we're going up north, huh? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she goes cool, like, uh, you know, what do we got planned? So I was like, well, you know, I'm like, I don't know, you know, we'll just do do our usual shit. We'll ride around, you know, no big deal. Like, keep it casual, you know. I don't really have much planned. I don't think we're gonna meet up with anybody. I got grass drag Saturday, so you know, I don't know who 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 gives a fuck. We'll play. We'll we'll just see where where the weekend takes us. Type shit. And she says, well, you know, it is our favorite time of year and, you know, uh, we've been going strong for many years. You know, is there any chance that we're getting married? Now, my brain is like, "Eh, eh, eh." I'm at red fucking alert. Um, I'm just bugging out, but I'm good. I'm a sociopath. I keep a fucking straight face. I'm like, I was like, listen, I got to be honest with you and I'm sorry. And if this, you know, ruins things between us, I get it. But like. I don't have the fucking funds. As you know, I just spent $15,000 on a snowmobile. You know, I am tapped the fuck out. I don't have any resources for a ring, let alone a proposal or any, anything else that goes with this. I'm like, so absolutely not, you know? And, you know, I said that because she's like, well, you know, I want to get my nails done. If we're going to be taking certain pictures of hands and things like that, you know, she's saying all this fucking shit. And, uh, Oh my God, if you could see her face, I mean, it was fucking, it made me sad because she, her face just dropped and she's like, oh my God, you know, I just, I figured that this would be the weekend, you know, cause I told her, I said, oh, we'll take a gondola ride up to Loon Mountain if we have time on Saturday, you know, now little does she know that behind the scenes, the ring situations going on at that point, I hadn't gotten it. I'm sweating my ass off just thinking that this thing might, might not show up. And this brings me to the photographer situation. So last year, um, we were riding through Warren, New Hampshire, uh, me and the boys, and we stopped. There's a big decommissioned rocket in the middle of Warren, New Hampshire. Super, super cool. Um, it's over by a church. Like, just stick out of the ground type shit. Wicked cool. So we all stopped. We're, posting for, you know, we're posing for pictures, shit like that. And there's a gentleman that's flying a drone, a drone around, you know, and we're like, oh, that is pretty cool. You know, I'm I'm fucking I'm 90 in the mind. So I'm like, oh, what's that? What's that bug up there? You know, And they're like, oh, it's a, a fucking a drone. It's got a camera to it and they film shit. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty fucking neat, you know? So we gets to talking to the guy. You know, we take our helmets off and he's like, yeah, you know, I'm just testing out some shit. So he took some really cool fucking pictures of us. And I was like, oh, this is sick you know and you know we posted it and fucking, it fucking everybody loved them you know shit like that we just felt like the coolest people in the fucking world to have a guy with a drone flying up over this rocket you got to go on my facebook you got to check it out it's the, it's the coolest shit ever so um for the for the two weeks leading up to the proposal I'm calling everybody and it was one of two situations either They wanted, I'm not kidding either, they literally wanted like three grand to have a last minute um, photography session with me, um, let alone going to the top of Loon Mountain where I was going to be doing my proposal to take these pictures. You know, I had to, you know, people wanted me to pay, um, some people, you know, were driving like three hours, they wanted to pay the gas, $3,000 for their services. Um, They wanted me to pay the entrance fee to go up there. They wanted, um, you know, they wanted lunch when they got to the top. I mean, it was just like ridiculous fucking demands. And, you know, I literally got, you know, to the day before I got the ring and I had absolutely nobody. So I'm like, who the fuck can I call? At this point, I'm like, you know, thinking like, do I, do I have to contact a friend? Like, do I have to have them pop out of the fucking bushes? Cause I really wanted to capture the biggest thing for me was capturing the moment, you know? um, because it was beautiful, you know, the way I had it mapped out, you know, I picked the perfect day for the weather, um, you know, I worked in coordination with, uh, with my good friend, uh, my friend Nick's, uh, lovely, uh, you know, girlfriend, and she has connections up there, and we figured out, you know, what days there were gonna be weddings up there, and what days they weren't gonna be, so there was a lot going into this, like, seemingly stupid proposal, um, and I thought, I go, fuck, you know, what about that guy? So I calls him up. I says, hey, man, um, you took some pictures of me last year. And you kind of told me, you know, anytime I'm in the area to reach out to you, I've got a little project. I said, you know, I'm going up to propose to my girl. And he basically stopped me. He goes, stop right there. Whatever you need, let's get it done. So I said, shit, beautiful, you know. And, uh, and literally, I just paid for his ticket to get up there. Um, and you know, we go up the gondola, you know, she doesn't get her nails done or anything like that, you know, which I was, I'm, I still wonder if she did that just so that way, like the day before I'd be like, why don't you actually go get your nails done just in case if we take pictures, you know, she, she's fucking, she's cagey like that. You know what I mean? She's really like, she, she, she's doing everything in her power to figure out what's going on. But come to find out like after, like at this point, there's like no chance in her head that there's going to be a proposal. She doesn't believe it. Like I completely convinced her otherwise, which is excellent. It's it's perfect, you know? Um, so you know, so I set it up with him. You know, I said, you know, you get up there an hour before us, you go, there's a nice pavilion spot with a mountain view in the background. They actually have a church out there and weddings and shit like that. And uh, you know, I told him, I said, You go up there, you you get straightened out, you get set up. And, you know, we'll walk in. I'll walk down the pavilion with her. You know, we'll go out to the front thing. I'll act like we're taking selfies. Then I'll step back. Let me get a picture of you looking out at the mountain. And that's when you'll pop up with your camera thing and just get it ready. And he did video, he did uh, photos and shit like that. So I told her, you know, turn around, take a look at the view. I'll take a picture of you. And she turned around. I said, all right, now take my picture. She turns around. I'm there on my knee with the rock and, uh, you know, he's ready. He's capturing the whole thing. It was fucking awesome. I mean, it was literally perfect. And like what sucked for me, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not shy by any means, but I'm also not like the most outgoing guy. So I'm thinking we're going to walk up to the pavilion there's not going to be anybody there. You know, there's no church. There's no anything going on today. Like, it's it's also, it was on a Friday. So I'm like, it's a Friday. Like, how many people are going to be out of work type of shit? And the fucking pavilion was absolutely packed. Um, You know, we had to wait to take our turn to fucking take pictures and shit. You know, luckily down at the bottom where we took the pictures was nice and open. Nobody was there. But, um, you know, I'm walking down this pavilion and there's just people all over the fucking place. I'm like, you know... Not only do I have to, like, ask her, you know, to marry me, but I also got to, (laughs) like, do it in front of, like, a huge crowd of people. And, you know, it's going to be nerve-wracking. I'm, like, sweating. Like, I can barely talk. Um, But it was the perfect moment. You know, she turned around. I was there. And she was, you know, completely fucking shocked. It wasn't just like a, oh, my God, like, you got me. But in her mind, she's like, I knew this was going to happen, like, you know, as I said, you know, she ended up telling me like there was no chance in her head that we were doing this. You know, she was pissed that her nails weren't done. And, you know, she didn't wear what she wanted to wear if she was going to have pictures taken. So um, but nonetheless, we got a lot of great pictures. It went off great. Um, you know, we had an awesome time. I ended up taking the uh, the guy over to the cafe Bought him a beer. You know, I ended up Venmoing him, you know, some money. Uh, You know, he didn't want nothing. But I was like, nope, nobody works for free. And, uh, you know, it was just, it was the perfect, perfect moment. I wouldn't have changed it any other way. And uh, the crowd, it was was funny because, like, it was like hitting a fucking home run. Everybody in the crowd just stands up. They're clapping. They're cheering. People are crying. You know, they're like, oh, my God. Oh, it was really cool. It was really, really great, you know. Just one of those... One of those moments that you'll never, ever forget, you know, for sure. And, uh, yeah, that really sealed the deal. And uh, here we are a year later, you know, engaged in love. And uh, we're actually one year out. It's funny how everything works out. So I proposed to her Columbus Day weekend of uh, last year. Uh, We're going up this year. This is our one-year anniversary of being engaged. Um, And then next year, Columbus Day weekend, we are actually tying the knot, so that was as soon as we could uh, get it to work out, you know, everybody's, all these places are just backed up from, you know, COVID cancellations of weddings and shit like that, everybody moved back a year, so, you know, we waited two years, you know, we weren't super, super happy at first, but honestly, thank God, you know, because I had in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going a diet, lose a couple LBs, and, you know, everything will be great, like, if, if I was getting married this weekend, I would be just fucking lost. You know, I can't even imagine getting everything done, let alone, you know, diets and fucking, uh, you know, florists and, and, and DJs and venues and everything like that. I mean, I couldn't even imagine, you know. So two years is perfect. And I recommend to anybody out there, you know, put your wedding, you know, minimum a year and a half out. Seriously. You know, get all your shit in order. Make sure that the day is exactly how you want it. You know, um, with the amount of time that we had in between, we were really, we were able to go out and we were able to see different places. And because it was two years out, you know, even two years out, the availability of certain places is really, really low. It's really, really limited. And especially, you know, we want a beautiful fall wedding. You know, with the background, the mountains, and the foliage, and everything like that you know, and, uh, you know, these popular times of year, you know, they really book up quick. So book your wedding two years out, you know, give yourself some time, make the decision, see all the places you want to see, you know, and the best thing will, will come out naturally, you know, and, and and will eventually, uh, everything will be okay. You know, I guarantee it, you know, people won't forget, you know, uh, she was a little upset, you know, she was worried that people were going to air quotes, forget about us and, you know, shit like that. And it's not going to be as special because it's two years from now. And honestly, nobody's forgotten. We get asked all the time when it's going to be, you know, and uh, again, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't change a fucking thing. You know, we're just we're very happy and, uh, you know, happy one year anniversary of engagement to uh, to my lovely fiance. Well, that's the story of my engagement folks, and that's the news, and that's everything else on this beautiful Thursday afternoon with my crippled ass. rest in peace to Ned's relationship. wish you the best of luck uh same t- to uh, Tom and Giselle. best of luck with your endeavors a lot of a lot of divorce going on, but a lot of good as well um. And that is it, guys. So thank you so much for listening once again. Hope you laughed. Um, let's co let's close this here out uh, with a little bit of. Uh, <laughs> if you know who Future is, you know that he's the the king of uh, misogyny. You know, so let's close this out with uh, "Desires" by Drake and Future. Uh, basically, it's just a song about a shot a, a, a little shouty. Uh, she's out here thoughting around and, uh, you know, he's basically like, fuck, man. Like, I wish I would have just tucked you away in some little shack, you know, where no one could find you, you know. And because uh, I'm sure that uh, Ned's soon to be ex-wife wishes she uh, put his weak willed ass in Katy, Texas, you know, and uh, where the only thing he could barrel fuck is a cactus. You know, guy can't keep it in his pants, but God bless him, you know. So go give that their song a listen. It's not going to be for everybody. Don't listen work at work, for God's sakes. Be smarter than that. But uh, everybody have a great Columbus Day weekend. Be safe. Enjoy the foliage. Get up north. And uh, go check out Grass Drag. Seriously, have a good time. And uh, I will see you guys on the flip side. Ciao.